Never heard of the Millennium Fall? Should I have? It's a ship that made the Castle Run in less than 12 farms. Hey everyone, and welcome to Castle Run Weekly. My name is Danny. I'm Heather. And today we have our old friend and special guest back, Michelle. Yay, thank you for having me. So cool. So we're here to actually talk about Star Wars Rebels. So last time you were on the show, um, we talked. Yes, <laughs> we had talked about uh, having you back for our, our Rebels reviews, and here we are. Um, and so we're going to be talking uh, the first two episodes, Heroes of Mandalore. And from what I understand, you've got some feelings about it. I do have a lot of feelings. <laughs> He's got a whole yeah. sheet. Of oh yes. <laughs> Did you see my giant like post about it? I have. I did. I saw your post. It was awesome. (laughs) She she came ready for sure. I did. So cool. The minute the episode ended, I like typed it all. I was like, oh my god, so much to say. So that's awesome. Um, and so I wanted to kind of start with just initial reactions before we really like dive into dissecting it and everything. Um, so Michelle, did you want to start us off? Yeah, I mean. I loved it for a season opener, um, like comparing it to one, two, and three. I think it's probably my favorite. Yeah, I really, I really liked it a lot. So I just think they did a really nice job kind of wrapping up the Mandalorian storyline. I do hope that we mm-hmm. see more of them um, this season, if possible. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I just, I thought it was great. Definitely. Heather? I liked seeing Kanan back. So. Yes. Um, that was my initial, I mean, I loved seeing Mandalore. I loved seeing Sabine, um, taking her place and, you know, and everything, but I don't know what it was about Kanan. I just kind of, he kind of got me (laughs) and I have other feelings too, but those will come. We'll get there. (laughs) Well, for sure. I I mean, and, and I, I absolutely loved it. Um, the, Part one was the one that they showed at Celebration. So oh, when I was okay. when you were talking about how her mom would be a good fit and all this other kind of stuff, my impression was mom died. Yeah, <laughs> so how, yes, because <laughs> that's how it left it off at Celebration. So the yeah, whole time I'm thinking I've got insider information. I'm sitting here going, she's not gonna make it. Tristan's gone too. It's just. Well, not I'm glad happen. you didn't tell me that. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't too, because then I would have felt kind of silly. Well, and you would have died. <laughs> So. Well, there's that. So <laughs> she would have got you. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, but I mean, like, I, I liked the that they didn't die for one. I thought that was cool because it got Sabine to a point without Spoilers, having to really. By get the way, her. that's we true. Didn't, we didn't announce that. I just get excited. I, I mean, anyone that's watching this has probably seen it. You would think, so. but just in case. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, guys, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> Lots of them. So, yes, um, we are here to spoil the Everything. absolute episode. Yes. Um, but, yeah, but, I mean, like, I absolutely loved it. Um, I, I, I loved getting to relive the episode that I saw at Celebration. It was cool memories because I got to see that with my cousin Jordan and everything. It was just, it was an awesome day in general. Um, and getting to meet uh, the Star Wars Geek Girls and all that. They're another podcast that I was able to talk to that day. So it was just a lot of cool memories coming back about yeah. Celebration. Um, and then the part two, I love that it really just like drove it all home. Um, everything that happened with the Bo-Katan and everything, which we'll get into. Um, but I mean, just overall, my initial, it, it, I loved it. 
Um, I did see a few people kind of saying that it felt more like a mid-season finale than it did an opener. Well, um, like a fin- oh, yeah. well, I, I saw filler. I saw somebody actually really? say filler. What? Like a filler episode. <laughs> I was like, okay. I mean, Mandalorian was a main thread through the last season. I wouldn't call that a filler at all. I mean, yeah. we saw well, Mandalorians roasted inside of their armor. I don't see how that's really filler. <laughs> <laughs> Desensitized? I don't know. That's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, but no, I mean, like, I didn't get that feeling. Like, I could see it as a midseason, maybe. Um, but I got the feeling of explosive opener. That's what I got. Um, the whole just war and, and really the fight for Mandalore truly beginning. Um, because, I mean, we had what we saw last season with... Uh, the dark saber sabine her mom just everything with what the empire was doing there so we got our introduction and now we actually got to see it a little more in depth um i, I kind of feel like we even, even saw a little bit more of the structure of how the empire is really set up there and everything um so cool but yeah but i want to go ahead and uh dive into the episode for sure um so first off just kind of a silly thing out of the way um choppers puns by the way <laughs> my favorite thing ever was I it choppers Sabine's pun, and then Chopper was like, ha ha, you didn't get the joke. And Ezra's like, yeah, yeah. it's really easy joke. Well, I just yeah. love that like Chopper was in on the joke. Oh, That's definitely. I love so much. I love yeah. his sense of humor. He's like, ha ha, you didn't get it. Right. Well, and even at the part, like, was it just me, like, but when they, when it was Kanan and Hera talking, mm-hmm. was it just me that yeah. heard Ch- Chopper saying, you two get a room or something yeah. like that? <laughs> Because as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, that's totally what he's saying. Because I got, like, um, do I have to be here for this? Right. That's what I got from that conversation. But, uh, I mean, Chopper's humor, I love that it's back in full force. Because, I mean, I I love Chopper. K2SO and Chopper are my droids. I love those droids. Um, Mostly because of their little attitudes, basically, for lack of a better way to say it. Um, but I love that Chopper was in action and he, down to him flying by and popping a stormtrooper with a, a oh, gun yeah. and like you see him like rolling as fast as he can into places with his legs straight back and like it's just everything about him was just hilarious to me. I loved it. Yeah, oh, I totally agree. So there's a couple of things that bothered me. Okay. Ooh, Hera. Mm, yes. Okay, wait bothered you as in like she wasn't in the episode enough or no her little attitude her little attitude bothered me. i agree mm, i agree <laughs> she is fixing to lose everybody and she's mm-hmm. going to suffer for it because she didn't mm-hmm. treat them right when she had them oh yeah that is my take and Kanan so dedicated to the too. rebellion yeah. like so right. much so that she was completely disregarding like mm-hmm. the importance of what Sabine was doing like personally and She's even disregarding right. even humanity right. at all uh-huh. right and Kanan was like the Mandalorians are important mm-hmm. and she was just kind of like yeah okay <laughs> right and she was treating it like it was some kind of side mission like hey you guys whenever you're done playing in the sandbox come on back home yeah. and like we'll, they we'll, hadn't we'll just do some almost work. gotten blown up it's like right <laughs> so that Hera. that drove me a little nuts was Hera well, see, and I want to know how that's going to play out because I mean obviously there's going to be a lot uh, with her eventually becoming uh, or getting into next wing we saw in the trailer um, I mean she's got a huge role in the rebellion coming up um, we know that for certain um, but I, I'm interested to see what happens between her and her 
true family because like you said she's she's putting a split in that hard um even Kanan like even though he kind of masked it as his like little swagger or whatever but he kind of called her out on it he's like hey, I mean he, he, I can't remember exactly what I said but he was just kind of like oh was that what you're referring to or is it this and I like, kind of like just putting the swag on her but I mean at the same time like she just wasn't having it like she wasn't receiving any of it no. it was just kind of strange um, especially reading A New Dawn after we've read that. Yeah. Like, I she see has their no new smile yeah. anymore. No. Like, I restarted Rebels the other day. So, mm -hmm. you know, when, you know, Zeb and Ezra hand the Melu run to her, and she's like, thank you, sir. <laughs> you know, she has this, you know, sense of humor. Mm -hmm. and, and I understand that you're under stress, but they're still your family, and you still have mm -hmm. to treat them like human beings and not boots on the ground. As right. someone with a husband in the military, it's hard to see someone treat the people around them that are important mm -hmm. as boots. Do you That's remember true. that scene from season one when Kanan gets captured and Hera initially is unwilling to go? She gets the orders from mm -hmm. Fulcrum, a.k.a. Ahsoka, mm -hmm. to not go after him. And she's like, we can't sacrifice the greater mission for, like, one, one soldier. soldier. And Ezra, like, flips out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she's been gearing up for this for a while. Um, her confrontation with Thrawn is what really set it off, I believe. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm really hoping that she comes back. Um, because, I mean, I liked Tara. I, I, I liked her in A New Dawn. I've liked her in Rebels up until that point where she broke. Something happened. Something when she snapped. she blew up the house, something mm -hmm. she snapped. It was like she just got rid of herself or something, like lost a part of herself, which I can understand how damaging that can be to a person. I mean, that was her family's legacy. That was everything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she didn't get the Calicori. She didn't get anything from that. It was all gone. Um, and so I could see where that could be really traumatizing for her. But at the same time, she never struck me as a character that would just abandon family, especially after she lost her lost hers. So I don't know. Like I, I'm hoping for some kind of redemption before I hope it's it happens too late in for her. Time mm -hmm. Before yeah. she loses everybody, right? Because it's it's not going to be long. Unfortunately, the season's going to hurt. <laughs> Dropping like flies. No. Oh gosh, no! I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> Speaking of dropping, dropping like flies, um, uh, Ezra's jetpack skills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like that you like that awesome. segue there. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> I love I that. I thought that was really refreshing. Um, mm -hmm. Something that I did mention in my like huge giant paragraph is that <laughs> it, Ezra and Kanan both their like renewed sense of like humor and Kanan's mm -hmm. sass and all that. I feel like it was really reflective of both of them back in season one. Like Ezra was always <laughs> cracking jokes, and to I it's it was just really really wonderful to see that Ezra now is like confident in who he is. And, you know, he's like a really pretty skilled Jedi now, but he, at the same time, he still has like that awkwardness and that little scene when he was rescuing um, yes. uh, Sabine's dad. And he's like, <laughs> we're not together. I mean, I'm with her, but I'm not with her. Like, just, <laughs> I was wondering, are they bringing that back? Yeah. Oh, I totally it's could like... see it though. They had a really strong dynamic. Like mm -hmm. those just tiny little moments. Right, um, like when Ezra was talking to Sabine, and he was, they were saying that how different their home planets were. Just like mm -hmm. little things, I could see them bringing him back. I think they mm -hmm. were. Yeah. I think they are. Yeah. Well, 
personally, I, I saw it at differently. Um, I didn't okay. see it as like the re relationship or anything. I saw it more of kind of reminding us that Ezra's still a kid. <laughs> because, okay. I mean, it was like that preteen boy of, uh, I don't like her, you like her. Stop. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, that's what it made yeah. me feel like. Yeah. Um, and with, with that whole thing, it just kind of, because I think Ezra was extremely serious in this last season. But he went through a lot, though. Um, with the holocrons, with Maul, uh, Obi Wan, like everything, like he had a hard season, mm. and now he, like, like y'all are saying, I mean, he's he's back to himself. He's joking around. He's cutting up. He's equaling Kanan uh, in his remarks and sass well, and stuff like that. He I didn't love cut that. off his arm when he's swinging around in his right. jetpack <laughs> with his lightsaber. That's so true. How dangerous! <laughs> I was like. Oh, the first thing I was like, you've got to have a license for that thing. Like, there's no way that you can slap that on someone. Oh my god! And then just he certainly wasn't getting it. Turn on yeah. a laser sword. Right? Yeah. Just just hot blade of light. You know, no big deal. Right. <laughs> Swinging around while I'm trying to fly in the air. No big deal. Right. Yeah. Um, speaking of Ezra, though, my favorite line is this is getting more and more and more and more you mean more and more interesting and he's like no, no just, just more and more and these yeah. Yeah. Like, what? that doesn't even more. make any sense but i love it i love that yeah. like everything about ezra in this episode like i mean even down to and i mean it was kind of a uh, a tough scene but even down to the part where they uh, activate the um the, the the art core on on him and it pops him in the head real quick he's just like whoa like what was yeah. that yeah. like everything about ezra felt like it was back to ezra like yeah. ezra had finally come back to himself and he was he was in this even in sincerity way. yeah right. yeah <laughs> you know Definitely. not in yeah. the 15 year old way in the 17 year old way. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. still immature but not well yeah i mean he's still a kid <laughs> Yeah, That's but he definitely true. still has with him like that that maturity and like mm -hmm. that complete compassion for like mm -hmm. what's going on with Sabine and just being a very nice person. He still definitely. has that even right. through his like kidding mm -hmm. around. Right. Well, in, yeah. in his his uh, conversation with Sabine about their home yeah. worlds and things like that, to me that felt more of a, a brother or sister. Like yeah. I, I relate to you. Like your world's different than mine and, and stuff like that. Like I I don't know. I I, I never. Well, I won't say never, because, I mean, obviously they hinted at it really hard in season one with him flirting with her and all this other kind of stuff. Um, but at the same time, I feel like their relationships progressed to more of, I got your back, you got mine. That's um, what I've that. hoped. Yeah. But mm -hmm. there are moments, like, when he's holding on to her with the jetpack, you know, and he's hanging okay. and she's <laughs> flying. I don't mm -hmm. know. There, there are moments when they try to bring it in yeah. there. And you're Did like... You Okay. Did you see the last in the last scene when like Sabine gives Bo Katan the Darksaber and she kinda like looks at him and they share mm -hmm. like this like little glance? I was like, mm, mm. <laughs> it's there. It's They're there. showing the moment, yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could see it happening, definitely, because I mean they're both they're both broken people who've come from broken places um, who've been affected by the empire. I mean, it's the the whole thing, like, I mean, if you see a war movie, you've got romance with it too. It's that kind of thing that always comes out with that kind of stuff. Because um, that's so, life. Right. I mean, it happens. Um, and so, I mean, I could definitely see it happening. Um, I don't think it will, though, only because of 
what focus needs to be put on Kanan and Hera. Because even though Hera has kind of distanced herself from everything, I really feel like that relationship needs to be front and center at some point um, because it never has, really. Um, but that's how the whole thing started. That's how the whole new canon started with Disney was putting their relationship front and center in A New Dawn. Um, and so I, I feel like... <laughs> oh, I love it. I, I won't spoil anything for you then. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, like, it, it's a Kanan and Hera book and it, it's, it's awesome. Um, okay. But I mean... It, it, just the whole thing, it, it it needs to come back to them because they're the ones that started this tiny rebellion that started with just their small family. Um, and I, I think that's important to put a focus on. Uh, I know everybody flipped out when we were at Celebration and they saw Kanan and Hera just about kiss <laughs> So in the first teaser trailer. So, I mean... It, it's it's bound to happen. I mean, Filoni's not going to torture us forever, I don't think. So, but. I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> that would be horrible. Like, well, hey, this is never coming back, and you're never getting what you want. <laughs> I think that they should be front and center, definitely. I just don't think they're the only story. And I think no, that no means. Yeah. it could be a relationship that's romantic without being a love story. Because mm -hmm. I've had boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. long, long, long time ago. <laughs> but I mean, not every relationship ends in mm -hmm. the rest of your life. So. Yeah. That would, that would break my heart, though. Like, no. It's got to be Kanan and Hera. Uh, I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> um, I meant but Ezra and Sabine. Oh, I thought you were still talking about Kanan and Hera. Like, it was breaking my no, heart as I you were saying that. Young. I meant that's Sabine true, that's and Ezra true. are young. And mm -hmm. they they can have, you know, a romantic, you know, flirty thing without spending the rest of their lives together. It's not oh. that big of a deal. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> You're ruining it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but I mean, and going forward, so, so Kanan, um, you had a, a couple of comments you wanted to make on that, Heather. I have one. <laughs> he keeps looking at things. It bothers me. Oh my God, I have a comment about that. There's no sound or anything. Someone just, at one point, him and Ezra look at each other. <laughs> it's a mental thing. They're like, they're having a mental... Okay. They're having a mental well, moment. They'll force look at each other. I don't. I don't, I don't understand. So it's okay. kind of like Daredevil. You know how he sees sound. No, I'm just playing. Well, how is this sound? With Kanan looking at things, I saw something that was really funny today. It was, um, why did Kanan need a hologram of Hera if he can't see? Her? I know it doesn't it's make any sense. I thought about that when I was watching it earlier today. <laughs> so I went to rewatch it just before we started uh, the show. And like, that's what I was thinking. I was like, so is this for her benefit or for his? Like, what is this? It's got to be for hers, obviously. But it's like, mm, I yep. just don't get it. Uh, the blind jokes are just, they're never going to get old. I feel no. terrible about it. <laughs> Lando back in... Or not Lando. It's like Hondo back to season two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah. No, it, it, that, that's going to be... That's a, that's a well that will never go dry for sure. 
<laughs> but um, you Heather, you said that like Kanan has his like like wittiness back, and mm-hmm. I totally saw that too. I thought it was great. I also thought it was really cool that he was back and using his lightsaber again. Exactly. I couldn't remember the last time he actually used it, like, um, because like he didn't do anything in season. Of people, and... yeah, mm-hmm. he's really the Jedi yeah. that he used to be. The cowboy mm-hmm. Jedi. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's yes. so great. Oh, definitely. I I love seeing him back to his old self. Like, that's what I I think I loved most about these two episodes is that it seemed like pretty much everybody was back to their old selves in some way, but they had still grown. Yes. I I noticed that too. Even Sabine with her like Mm -hmm. little like moment with her dad and talking about art. Like they had like a nerd moment. (laughs) Right. Because do you remember again from season one where she Mm -hmm. had that moment with now now with Lando and they had like Mm -hmm. a talk about oh this is my inspiration and Ezra was like and she had another (laughs) moment with like her dad so I totally see like the parallels there definitely I I love that her dad was like it's getting better she's like better it's good he goes "Ah." (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's so like apparent like I love it Speaking of, um, I don't, I don't know if I'm like allowed to like direct the conversation. Oh, go for Speaking it. of Sabine's yeah. dad, um, <laughs> I thought it was really cool to see a Mandalorian that wasn't a warrior, mm-hmm. and um, her dad being like an artist and like someone that's influential in society actually reminded me a lot of Iden Versio's dad from uh, Inferno Squadron or Inferno Squad. I don't know if either mm-hmm. of you read that or know anything about yeah. <laughs> the story, but that the main characters, um, mm-hmm. like mom is an artist and like does like Imperial propaganda. So I kind of oh, wow. equated that to something similar with Mandalore culture mm-hmm. probably. So I thought that was really cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. one thing I saw was that there are different ways to make a difference. There are different ways to fight this yeah. war. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I mean, he was so influential enough to be like locked up by the Empire. Mm-hmm. So, art is inspiring and influential. Oh, definitely. Okay. Well, in in also, I mean, in it may not really mean anything, but I like that the roles weren't the the the, I guess the standard or whatever that everybody yeah. would expect. That it wasn't mom was the artist and dad was the warrior. It was mom was out there kicking butt and, and yeah. dad was fighting on the inside. Yes, like, I thought that, that was. Awesome. Um, because I, like the more that her mom is on screen, the more I love her. Her, her armor is so sick. Oh, yeah, like, I yeah, love that is. armor. I never noticed the, uh, the the flares on the yeah. helmet until this episode. I don't know how I missed it, but it's, I want that helmet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. But like you can almost like I would imagine that being Clan Rin, her dad probably had something to do with the design of the armor. Um, or at well, least that armor is 300 so, yeah. years old. Right. <laughs> right. So, well, and that's the thing, though, that they reforge it. They make it to their liking. So there's nothing to say that it's been that design forever. But, I mean, I, like, it, it's cool seeing those themes, though, going through all right. of it. Um, because you got to know that if if it, if it's with her father, it had to have been with her grandfather, with, well, like, you know what I mean? Like, her ancestors. Right. And so that's cool to see that her armor seems to be the most artistic out of the clans that were shown in the episode. Um, that that actually takes front and center where you have uh, Bo-Katan uh, and Clan Kreese, I think is yeah. how you say it. Yeah, Kreese, um, where they're more simple, just two-tone, here's a design, we're here for war kind of thing. Right. <laughs> they're not really here to yeah. draw Utilitarian. Right, right. And so, and, and speaking of Bo-Katan, 
Oh my yes. gosh. That was yes. Can you imagine having to wield the one thing that killed your sister? I, I know. It's heartbreaking. That. Right. Well, I also I, think it's really courageous too. It is to so have too. to grab that and say, <laughs> I'm going to have to carry this for the rest of my life. And it's what killed my sister. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's definitely. what brought down my people to begin with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and I can't remember, was she there when, yeah, she was Wasn't there at she? the time. I, I believe so. so. I know it was Obi-Wan at least, but I'm pretty sure her sister was there too. Because that after that, yes, because after that, no, no, she wasn't there. No, she wasn't she there. Wasn't. She, she was there when, break him when out of prison. She broke she was, him out. She was there and when then, Vizla died, but not yeah. when Satine right. was killed. Oh, okay. Right. Because yeah. she was, yeah, that's right. Because but still, I mean, you know. She probably knew anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because that was when Obi-Wan yeah. turned to her and he was like, oh my gosh, you're her, you're her sister. Yeah. I'm so sorry. So yeah, so yeah. So, but I mean, at the same time though, like, I mean, she knows what did it. She right. knows what happened. And I mean, it's it's so symbolic, and like you've got to imagine just like the weight, literally, of that saber. I mean, she's carrying a lot with her, yeah. not just the state of Mandalore in general, but there's a certain legacy, a kind of a darker legacy to it well, as well. She helped bring about that particular happening. That is true because mm-hmm. I mean, she was part of our of you know. Yeah. Death Watch. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. But, I, I mean, really liked her character, like, mm-hmm. in this these episodes. I thought it was really cool to see, like, she's this awesome warrior and, like, clearly knows how to fight. And that little moment where she and Ezra go outside of um, the ship to get the TIE fighters behind them was really cool. And she was like, oh, yeah. you know, like, Mandalorians use a jetpack. Or, I don't even know what she said. I just knew it was, oh, it was cool. I, I wrote down the quote. with a jetpack yes. is a weapon. Is a weapon. Yes. I love I like, that. Yes, girl. <laughs> um, right. And I also think it was really cool to see how she was the one to kind of lead Sabine back to, like, light and like to hope mm-hmm. and don't don't bow down don't be on the level of the empire when it came time for them to destroy the mm-hmm. weapon um i just thought that was really cool like she is the perfect leader for mandalore oh definitely just especially with everything she's been through and mm-hmm. then eventually her deciding yes i'm gonna i'm gonna commit to this i'm gonna try to be like mm-hmm. you know better and i just think it's really cool and i really hope we see more of her <laughs> Oh, they absolutely. Will. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope so, too. Because, yeah. um, I mean, there's just so much to tell. Like, there's so much about her. Because, like, I, in all honesty, I feel like the journey that Sabine took the whole time, Bo-Katan was taking with her. Yes. Because there was that healing that she had to go through where she's like, I'm not my sister. Yes. Um, you could tell that it was still her. I mean, obviously, it was still hurting her. Um, but at the same time, as Sabine was growing and where she went to go reprogram the Duchess and, and all that, at the same time, Bo-Katan was realizing who she was. Um, because in all honesty, the first the first time you see Bo-Katan, I could see her being the one to just let the stormtroopers fry. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> when she got to that point where she was like, no, we don't need to be like the Empire, I was like, interesting. Yeah, like she grew too, and she kind of like right. adopted her sister's, you know, right. tactic of being a peacekeeper or the negotiator or like the bigger person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. It's like we got Satine all over again. Oh, <laughs> and they gave her like multiple like references in the episode. Right. Oh. Oh. It's like I Satine love with her. bombs. Now, there you go. <laughs> A fully equipped Satine. Yeah. I also really like that moment where Bo Katan was like, "You named this weapon after my, my sister." Oh my god. Sabine's like, "It was a series of bad, bad decisions." decisions. <laughs> 
great. When that happened, I was like, I don't know where that conversation's gonna go. Because <laughs> like, because I actually the first time we were watching it, like I had heard, I just heard something about the Duchess is coming or something like that, or when when they hear about the Duchess, or I think they just they barely bow it the first... to the Duchess. That's what it was, and I was like, wait a minute, they who's the Duchess? That's what I, was that. I missed that. Yeah. they made a new Duchess. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, yeah, it was it was just a really quick reference, mm-hmm. but one of the stormtroopers, or or it may have been Governor Saxon, it Governor said that Saxon. they will bow to the Duchess. And I'm sitting here going, they put someone else in power. I was like, wait a minute. And then that's when that showed up. Yeah, and I was right. like, oh, that's that's not. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. Bad yeah. choice to be. Bad choices. <laughs> Definitely. Um, which I mean, in, in talking about the just the the justice the Duchess <laughs> can't talk the the art generator. Um, it reminded me actually, I mean, going with the whole Clone Wars theme with Bo-Katan returning everything, there was actually a Clone Wars, uh, episode, Defenders of Peace. Um, I don't know if, I don't know if you've oh. seen it, but it was the, uh, the Lemures, the little lemur. Yeah. People. Yeah. The Separatists did something se- uh, similar where they were testing out a weapon on these people. Um, and they had built it for, uh, it was uh, supposed to be against organics or something like that. But anyways, but I mean, it was kind of the same themes. And it was where Ahsoka and Anakin was injured at the time. And then uh, right. I'm trying to remember. Wasn't Rex there too? Yes, Rex was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it was another one that had those kind of themes to it and everything. It really reminded me of that. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I love that with that weapon, we actually got to see the horror of war. Heather, you've talked about it in a few episodes where Star Wars doesn't glorify it. Um, it's not oh, hey, you're really cool because you're fighting in the rebellion or you're fighting for the Empire, you always see that that horror of war, the aftermath of what it does. Um, and I love that Star Wars continues to do that because, I mean, that, that scene of, I mean, just walking up to literally just dust and armor. Oh like, you can't imagine how that must have been. And just knowing uh, that it's your mother and you did it. Right. Exactly. When yeah. she picked up that plate and it just disintegrated in her hands i was like oh my gosh because I, re- I remember like I, I i'm not ashamed i teared up when i first yeah. saw it uh at celebration because i was just like because i actually thought that her mom was yeah. gone. like that was just like i couldn't believe it well my boys they were like where are the bodies oh man and I said, baby they're gone oh, yeah gosh. they're gone they they are gone and they were right. like and I was like, right. oh, yeah, that's that's what happens. I mean, that's because dark. Well, I mean, yeah, but it happens in real life. I mean, we have this technology, not exactly, but I mean, right. you drop something and then everyone disintegrates. Mm-hmm. That's true. So I mean, that I love that Star Wars conveys that though. They didn't yeah. put it in a light of, oh wow, that was a cool weapon because we have cool vehicles. We have cool starships and cool walkers and all this other kind of stuff, like uh, the ATM-6 that's going to be in Last Jedi and the X-Wings, obviously the X-Wings, and the Falcon. <laughs> Can't yeah. not mention the Falcon on the Kesselman Weekly. Um, <laughs> um, but, I mean, you have these cool vehicles and these cool things that are equipped with weapons. Uh, but at the same time, it, I, I love that Star Wars knows when. Uh, when when is this is what I want to convey. And right. with that particular walker, the Duchess, I mean, it was... I mean, there was no, oh, that was really cool. It was just, oh, my gosh, they're gone. They're just, they're just dust. Disintegrated. Yeah. Right. And, I mean, it was just kind of like, I don't know, like it, it hit me hard. And, and I love that Star Wars still 
continues to do that because war isn't pretty. Right. Um, I love yeah. that they could convey that to my children without blood and gore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And still oh, get the same point across. Absolutely. Because, I mean, um, it's hard to mm -hmm. express what's going on in the real world a mm -hmm. lot of the time and why we fear this or that, you know, and then you could put it on, well, watch this. Well, it's mm -hmm. not exact. This isn't the same galaxy. This isn't the same universe, mm -hmm. but this is a parallel to life. Mm -hmm. And it's hard Definitely. to explain to an 11 year old and a five year old, you know, that there are bombs that can actually do that. Not exactly, <laughs> right. but yeah. that can just, you're gone. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, in, you know, I'm wondering if any more of Sabine's weapons will come into play in this season. Because, I mean, obviously mm -hmm. she designed quite a lot. Um, now, I think she said, made mention in the episode about how she had, taken out the plans or something or she took the plans with her or deleted them something like that so they may not come into play um but i mean they were able to get a hold of this one so i wonder if any more will come into play because i mean you've got to you've got to imagine that it's going to be a huge final battle for the ghost crew um this isn't going to be something that it's just going to be okay and it's the end welcome to rogue one um, <laughs> i just don't feel like it's going to be like yeah. that it's going to be i mean because we've grown with these characters Mm -hmm. uh, we love these characters. This is a family that a lot of us relate to um, in different ways. I mean, I see myself in Ezra, in Kanan, um, in different characters. Um, Chopper, of course, no, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> but I mean, at the same time, like it's 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 going to be intense, I think. Um, I, I really think that it's going to get to get to where it needs to go, I, I think is what I'm trying to say. So, yeah. Um, but so talking further about Mandalore, um, what, what do you guys think the future of Mandalore is at this point? Oh, that's tough. <laughs> I think, I don't know that we're necessarily going to get to see it, but mm -hmm. I think they kind of hinted that like Bo-Katan is going to try to lead all her people back into like, and th even when Sabine was talking about how the planet doesn't grow grass anymore, I think it's just going to be trying to rebuild the planet, trying to unite the clans again. I mean, she's already mm -hmm. got several of them behind Bo-Katan. I mean, she's already got several of them behind her. I don't know if there's, there's probably more. Um, okay. So I think that's probably what it's going to be like, but I don't know that we're going to get to see it necessarily. Mm -hmm. I feel like they kind of wrapped up the, the Mandalorian storyline as far as like Sabine's involvement with it. So mm -hmm. now that she doesn't have the dark saber, um, she's going to come back to the ghost crew and, I hope so. Cool. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like she kind of fulfilled her purpose as yeah. far as what she set out to do with the Darksaber. Because, yeah. I mean, she had no intentions of ever being the leader. Um, I think she could have been, but I think she that's just been, my too. own thought. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. What about you, Heather? I am rather dark with my stories. <laughs> like, I called the Rogue One ending like a long time mm -hmm. ago. So. Yeah. <laughs> um. <clears throat> I kind of feel like Mandalore is a threat and whether it's going, it can't be destroyed, obviously. To but the I empire? Mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're not going to be able 
to rebuild their society without outside involvement. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're already mm -hmm. in civil war. They're already in turmoil. And mm -hmm. to be able to rebuild their society peacefully at this point, we know how long it's going to be for um, the Empire's influence in the galaxy. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I can't see them being able to rebuild at least for a mm -hmm. significant period of time. We know yeah. Jango Fett has his armor. You mm -hmm. know that Boba Fett has his armor. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... Which at one point I thought I saw a uh, Fett-like helmet um, in the scene where uh, oh. where she raised the dark saber. I, I haven't frozen that scene to really see it, yeah. but like there's one that bows down that's just bright green that looks cool. like the same color scheme as it, Boba you Fett. You know, I just it makes me wonder because they are. I mean, mm -hmm. I just don't see good things for Mandalore. <laughs> well, and and I see. And in all honesty, I feel like the episode left it on hope, at least. Because that's what Star Wars yeah. is about, is hope. Um, and, and I love that. It, it left it on a hope of a new Mandalore. And Mandalore has fought itself for the longest time. This is the first time that we know of that they've had to fight an outside invader. Um, I mean, you had the Jedi Mandalorian Wars, but yeah. we don't know anything about that. Uh, but I mean, like as far as something trying to oppress them or trying to take them over and basically make it their own um it's kind of one of those things of like uh i can fight with my siblings but you're not gonna talk to them that way kind of thing mm -hmm. is what i kind of get from mandalore of this is my family um i can talk to them how i want but you're not gonna do what you're gonna do um and so but at this point i feel like because of the empire's involvement um i feel like bo and the united clans are going to destabilize whatever's left of the empire there um, and either one of two things that are going to happen is either the empire is going to see that it's not worth it because they're going to fight each other anyways. Um, so there's no point in holding up here and losing our people because they're just going to destroy each other anyways, or it ends up being a, my house situation where they unite all together and push the empire out. And from now on, there is a form of peace, which I mean, this is obviously like best case scenario. Yeah, I, think, I, I, <laughs> but, I like yours better. <laughs> but I mean, like there is a form of peace only because we're united and we are family and no one's going to mess with our family. That's And so they go back to their warrior roots, but not against each other. Yeah. Hopefully. How can you <laughs> have a warrior society though and... Well, it's a warrior defense. Right. So they're they're trained. They're warriors. They can defend themselves. Mm -hmm. But I, I mean, I get it. I get where you're going. But at the same time, it's I, I don't know. A warrior I, though, I, I without a fight, is gonna find one. That's true. Then maybe they just have like mini fights with each other. Or yeah. Something. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing that's it becomes a full scale war. Yeah. They, they enact daily sparring. <laughs> about the Jedi is they're peacekeepers that carry weapons and fight people all the time. Yeah. That's a very good point. Aggressive Definitely. negotiations. Oh, yes. Aggressive negotiations. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. I just thought that um, like Sabine's growth in this episode, like 
obviously we saw her grow a lot during like the trials of the dark saber episodes um but to see like really now how she started off as a leader and like led all the mandalorians up and they charged together i thought that was just so cool i mean we've we saw it in the trailer but to actually see her she had like the dark saber in one hand and a blaster in the other and she was just like yes. going to town i was like yes girl yes this <laughs> is really cool I love her so much. I think she really is a leader in her own right. Kind of like Bo-Katan was saying in that cool little like voiceover moment. Mm-hmm. Um, while while Bo-Katan and Fenrir were kind of having a chat or whatever. I think Sabine is a great character. Um, especially that moment um, where she did, Bo-Katan convinced her to, you know, like during the like climax of the story um, oh, to, yeah. to, you know, hold on to that hope and mm-hmm. not bow down to the empire. Um, I thought that that whole part was really like visually really cool. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine goes, how Mandalore much inner strength that it takes? Yeah, mm-hmm. to turn to slice that weapon and have yeah. that you could just yeah. totally destroy your enemy with. And she's so mature mm-hmm. to realize that you know she was saying like yeah I thought about using it against the stormtroopers and she said that she couldn't figure out how to do it but then she ended up being able to like do right. it in that moment <laughs> but to to really she probably she obviously thought about it like mm-hmm. yeah I could use this and make them pay for everything that they did to me and they just killed a bunch of her people so mm-hmm. she's a very mature and like really has grown up a lot to be able to make that really hard decision and i mm-hmm. just i love her <laughs> oh definitely I, I loved the conversation between her and bokatan where yeah. bokatan was telling her uh, are we going to rebuild i mean not in these words but it was are we going to be able to rebuild mandalore on honor or cowardice yeah hope or fear yeah, um, yeah, which it's it, it that's the clear line, and I, I love that that was the way she said it because that was the moment that I knew okay, Bo-Katan's gonna lead this thing. Yep. that's that's yep. it right there. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, like it, it, that was when you kind of really see that growth between both characters, where they really relied on each other, even yeah. though they didn't know. It. <gasps> oh, Cause, yeah, because Bo-Katan hated her at first. Was like, you built that thing? Are you kidding yeah. me? Um, so, yeah. Am I the only one that whenever it started going through the Stormtrooper armor, and yes, this is a tacky joke, but it was like phaser set to plastic. It's like, because oh their, their armor's always so shiny and it can be <laughs> penetrated with sticks and it's a big joke. But it's like, yeah. That, that armor is useless, like <laughs> infinitely useless. Oh, you never want to be a stormtrooper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it cracked me up because uh, Governor Saxon traded his Mandalorian armor for stormtrooper armor. You gotta know better. Yeah, you've got to know better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. He wasn't in on it. Exactly. Yeah. But I was just kind of like, yeah, stormtrooper is still just infinitely useless. I have not seen it deflect anything yet. Like, even if it's rocks oh, and, I, and I watched sticks. the first few episodes, and they were like, well, our armor will protect us from the little pellet energy thing oh. from Azra. <laughs> and then so he just kicks them, and they're like, falling off the cliff. A, a cliff. And I'm like, yep, they protected you from yeah. the kick. That, that yeah. heat manufacturing. Yeah. Um. Speaking of Bo-Katan and Sabine kind of supporting each other and mm-hmm. having awesome lady duo, um, <laughs> the moment that I really liked that was just a tiny little thing. Mm-hmm. When Ezra comes up the elevator to like see if they're both okay, they both kind of like turn and they're, mm-hmm. it's like this, it's like one frame, right? 
It's just little details that make it so much better. <laughs> yeah. I just yes. absolutely loved it. And another little moment that I picked out still on the topic of Sabine is when she tells, she's telling Clan Crees that, like, I'm willing to take responsibility for my actions. There's, again, another, like, one, like, one second frame where she, like, throws her helmet down. And, like, she's serious about mm -hmm. this. She knows what she did. She knows it was horrible. And I just, like, oh. Yes, like, oh, yeah. good. that's just such <laughs> excellent, like, storytelling, I guess. I don't know. Just these little moments agree. make it really, really, really cool. That moment when they pointed the guns at Ezra, I thought, mm -hmm. what restraint? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, because they've yeah. just been tortured. Mm -hmm. They're surrounded by enemies, and they've been torturing someone else. They're in a very heightened sense of, like, oh, shoot. And, you know... It takes a lot of restraint not to just shoot. Mm -hmm. Which shows that they are both perfect for the roles that yes. they have been in. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. Uh, not... Oh. Oh, go ahead. No, you're fine. Go ahead. <laughs> One thing um, that I saw that was really interesting, um, when at the end with all the Mandalorian clans, like, declaring their, that they were going to follow Bo-Katan, um, Clan Rook is one of the names. I heard that. So, I think... Bodhi Rook is not a Mandalorian, but yeah, <laughs> I think that would be cool if there is some sort of like I don't know, some kind of relation. family, yeah, like relation or something. That'd be really it, cool. It, what it reminded me of is the character that we're supposed to be seeing from Warwick Davis, uh, Rook. Oh, that's what it reminded me. R U K H. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. I mean, obviously he's not a Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what kind of creature he is, yeah. but, uh, but I mean, that's what it kind of made me think of. Cause as soon as I heard clan Rook, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I think that's probably I, like I just a common thing. last name. Yeah. Probably. That would be cool though. If uh, it had some relation to Bodhi though, to yeah. tie all that in, because I, I love when that, that, that's what makes me so happy with these shows is that it all ties in together, actually ties in together. Yeah. It's yeah. not like, marvel or anything like that where it's like it's all connected but it's really not <laughs> it's not anything <laughs> like that throwing shade i love it <laughs> i mean i love i love marvel shows yeah, i love them too. all but like for the longest time i was like oh man i've got to watch all of them because they're all connected and then the more i watch them the more i'm like where is this person because this is exactly what would happen if this person was here and yeah. and it just never happened so i'm just kind of like okay well i've just accepted that <laughs> this is what's gonna happen yeah. um but i mean as far as like the star wars stuff um with the animated series and everything it, it is all connected like we have seen so much clone wars uh clone wars resolution really um for all the all the stuff that was still left unsaid in that series um, and on top of that, we're getting a lot uh, tying in to Rogue One and the other movies. Uh, I mean, I just, I, I love it. Like those little Easter eggs, like I, I feel like really brings it to life. Um, just like what you were saying with Ezra and Sabine, the little moments and everything, it brings it to life. It brings yeah. these characters to life and makes them real, even though they're not live action. I mean, to me, a lot of them are more real than some of the Star Wars characters we've seen live action. So, I mean, I, I absolutely love it. Yeah. Can't wait to see what else we're going to get this season. <laughs> I loved um, the part where the guy that's um, following Saxon, he's like, mm -hmm. should we be doing this? You are oh, yeah. creating, a, you are, you know, allowing a weapon for someone that is obviously isn't going to care whether it's used on Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. to be widened. How do you know they're not going to use it on us? And the guy's mm-hmm. like, well, I don't care because I'm not wearing Mandalorian armor. But right. still, the guy <laughs> His cared. mistake. <laughs> right. <laughs> Definitely. But, but no, I, I, I love yeah. that that happened. Yeah. Where he, he, all of a sudden, you see that fear coming from him. It was like, oh, oh, that's cool and all that we used it on him to suppress him. But you're, you're, you're making modifications. This is meant to be used on us. Yeah. What in the world are you doing? Yeah. Um, we are yeah, still no, Mandalorians, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Now that I, I love, I love just the, the realness of it. I know that's not really a word, but <laughs> the realio, <laughs> the realism, yeah, the realism of it. Um, where I mean, yeah. these characters have real fear. They 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 have these sensibilities. It's not like this evil bad guy in his lair going, ha ha ha, I'm making this ultimate weapon, and you can't do anything to stop me. And then everybody just blindly follows him. Like this guy's like yeah. seems to be his second in command, and he's like, dude, what what are you doing? Like, do you not see the connection here? Like, kind of dumb, right? It's completely dumb. It's just kind of like, like, why would you do that? But greed can blind a lot of people. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, that guy actually, I think his name is Captain Hank or something. Mm-hmm. He was voiced by the same voice actor that voiced Saw in the Clone Wars. So that a- Andrew Casino, huh. yeah, oh, which cool. I thought was kind of cool. He got his like. You got to be back in Star Wars animation, which is well, that's awesome because awesome. he just totally deserves it. He did a great job. Absolutely. Well. So yeah, fun fact. Well, and that is awesome because I mean, well, I mean, he helped bring to get bring to life a character that has been really pivotal in yeah. the story now. So yeah, that's awesome. We love you, Captain Hank. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> Captain Hank lived for another day. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Definitely. So cool. So did you guys have anything else? Oh. I don't think so. Covered all my thoughts, my my like crazy list of thoughts. What hey, mine too. <laughs> we didn't go over the caravan scene, or oh, we, we did. Didn't. Well, we oh, little, touched on but it. not as much as not as much. No, we can talk we about definitely that. Definitely go over it. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, we could definitely talk about that. Yes, that's that's the moment where I was really like, hell yeah, Kanan's back. <laughs> Because he does that whole thing where he like jumps on top and he's got his lightsaber, and then even when his like lightsaber falls out of his hand, he's still like punching and kicking and getting these guys off the truck. Oh, I was like, yes. And I loved how they kind of acted like he was gonna lose it, and he's like, uh, no. And he grabs it, and (laughs) he's like, yeah. (laughs) Well, and the first thing I thought of was um, from I think it was Attack of the Clones, where Obi Wan's always telling Anakin, "Your lightsaber is your life." I'm like, Kanan, your lightsaber is your life. Because I did a major marathon this past week. I had the flu. So I like went through all the movies and all, you know. Fun. Yeah. (laughs) And now she's feeling better, but no correlation that you can prove. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) That's what I was trying to tell Elizabeth. Yeah, right? Do a marathon. Oh, yes. Do a marathon. It'll do you some good. So, yeah. Always makes me happier. <laughs> but yes, but I mean, that caravan scene, I love that Kanan charged the caravan. Like it wasn't Kanan dropping out of the canyon or coming up from behind with them. Dude literally standing in front of them, lights his lightsaber and takes off straight for them. Yep. It's just like, what is this car- crazy guy doing? Yep. Like if I was driving that thing, he'd be like, nah, man, I'm, I'm done. We're going to park. I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they splashed the with paint. 
Yes. yes. You know, throwback they... to Sabine's like bombing with paint. Right. Yes. I love that. And yes. I love that her dad knew that it was her because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so great. Um, yeah. And like, I, I really thought the flow of that entire first, ep- like first episode worked really well. Cause it, did it end with the killing was of that the parents? Of, was, was that mm-hmm. part two or part one? The caravan. Part, part one was the caravan. Was, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I thought it just, Oh, cause then they, then they had the, the dust just come down. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I just thought that really like that whole sequence flowed really well. And, oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I Sabine again flying around with her jetpack and like doing her mm-hmm. thing, and then she's like at Ezra, like, "What are you doing? Hurry up!" Yeah, um, he's like, "I'm on it." Yeah, and of course, she's like, "Whenever you feel like <laughs> with putting the jetpack on Alric, and he's like, "Go take this," and then he does that cool like jumping from. Yes, this is really cool. Like again, like the episode wasn't really about Ezra, but to just still kind of showcase. Mm-hmm his powers now as a Jedi. It's just, I really liked it. Oh, it so, was awesome. I really liked yeah. that it wasn't about Ezra because it doesn't yeah. have to be about Re- Ezra. It can be about the ghost crew and about Rebels. Yeah. yeah. Right. Definitely. Yeah. And he got a, it, I felt like for the longest time it was trying to center around Ezra. Because, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, Ezra is kind of the main character-ish. Because, right. uh, I mean, it did tell most of his story. We're still going on about Lothal as well. Um, and so, I mean, it does center around him some, but like, I mean, I, I, I remember what we've done a few shows where I've told you that I can't stand Ezra, <laughs> but I mean, like, I, I like him now though. I'm getting, like, I'm getting yeah. more because he's growing like mm-hmm, exactly. there for so long. He didn't grow. Mm-hmm. He just kind of stayed little, <laughs> little boy. Right. Um, and and that, that was irritating to me because I was just kind of like, everyone else seems to be growing up around you, but like you're not <laughs> gluing in. Something's happening here. That's funny. Um, but I mean, in all honesty, I, I like I like this Ezra that's grown up. Um, yeah. Throughout season three, uh, even though he still was making some of the same mistakes and making some really strange <laughs> decisions, yeah. um, at the same time, I, I like seeing the growth in him right. where he did actually... He, he was curious about the Sith holocron, um, used it even. Uh, it, it, exactly. Well, that's the thing is that you get to see human Jedi, whereas Jedi is supposed to forbid this and commit to this and this is it. Well, that's not the Jedi of this post Order 66 era. This is a kid. I mean, it, well, for it like obviously a, wasn't yeah. the, the Jedi of the pre Order 66 era, <laughs> or we wouldn't be in this situation. Well, that's true, but <laughs> but I mean, as far as like, I mean, he he's a curious preteen, curious teenager. I mean, that, that that's literally what it comes down to, and the fact that he made those stupid decisions that any other kid <laughs> would have made. Teenager makes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He just I like happens to have superpowers. Yeah, that's true. Makes him a little <laughs> bit more dangerous. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, you don't have the sneaking out at night. It's mom. I accidentally force pushed my teacher, but no, I'm flying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got mad, force choked her. I don't know what happened. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I like that. Even though, even though he made those stupid decisions, it, they had consequences. Still, mm-hmm. it wasn't all for naught. Like he, he's feeling the effects of it. He felt the effects of it all the way through where he was telling Kanan, I'm so sorry that I did this and this and everything. And so, I mean, it it provided a lot of growth between him and Ezra in last season as well. 
um, where Kanan was like, I don't know what else I can teach you. I don't know what else I can do and everything. I loved that where he was just like, right. Where where he, he was just like, yeah, I'm, you may not be able to teach me much more about the force, but you teach me about life. And it was like the dad he never got to have. It was really cool. Um, I love that. Um, but I mean, the growth in Ezra, I've been really impressed with. Um, and even in this episode, you see that. Um, and I liked Ezra in this episode. I yeah, never liked Ezra. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. But uh, it's always Kanan and Chopper for me, are the ones that I stick to. Sabine, <laughs> I, I liked about halfway through. Because, like again, with her character, uh, the growth that she took after yeah. Trials of Darksaber... That's when I started kind of queuing into her, like, okay, I get where you're coming from now. Because before she was just cold and cut off to me, like there was nothing there, which makes sense now, though. <laughs> so there was that. Um, so it makes me like her character even more. But I, I like getting to know the crew. Um, that's been my favorite part about it, where each one has had some kind of huge journey that they've had to go on um, that's really kind of brought out who they truly are. And it, you're not just a crew member, it's, family so yeah. i love that about the show that's what i love about star wars though is that they're mm -hmm. yes it's a galaxy far far away but <laughs> they're people they have lives and loves and losses i mean they're whole <laughs> you know and um they can make mistakes and there's consequences and <laughs> skywalker family yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's what I that's what I love about yeah. Star Wars. Everybody's, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm not a big TV movie person. Mm -hmm. Um I I enjoy it in spite of me having to watch it honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um but I do and I get into it because I can see these characters as mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, guys. So that is it for our Rebels review for Heroes of Mandalore. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. I, I really appreciate that, Michelle. Yay, thank you. Yes. Thank you very much for having me. This was a wonderful conversation, and you both are delights to talk to. Aw, thank you. <laughs> so are you. We're, we're glad that you were able to come back, because um, we've been talking about having you back for an episode for yeah. some time. We just so, yeah. had to choose the right one, because, right. <laughs> you know, it has to be well, right. this was perfect. So. Yeah, there you go. What better Nothing's than the explosive premiere. owner? Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, Michelle, you want to tell them where they can find you? Sure. Uh, you can follow me and on Instagram at AsokaXTano. And I'm also part of a group of fan pages um, called the All Star Wars Network. Um, we make YouTube videos. We try to post every week. It's a lot of fun. Um, so you can follow me there as well because I'm kind of around. <laughs> awesome awesome and you guys can find us on uh at kessel run weekly uh on twitter facebook instagram pretty much any social media outlet um but yeah so you can find us on there um or on our website kesselrunweekly.com and be sure if you have not already to subscribe to our youtube channel kessel run weekly um we've got a lot of cool stuff coming out there um some bonus shows that you won't get through the podcast <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, so, we're giving away Chase Borg, all right? Yes, Had we are giving away it. Chase Borg. <laughs> it's been Heather's nightmare, and no, I'm just teasing. <laughs> if you're if you're not aware, and this is the first time you're joining us, Heather has an aversion to Borgs. <laughs> Something about the. Key. <laughs> <laughs>
cuddly? I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so we are giving away a Chase Horg, uh, the Funko uh, Funko Pop. So if you want to win one for free, mind you, uh, subscribe to our YouTube and check out our Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Uh, it'll have the giveaway rules on there. Um, we will be ending the giveaway probably in about a week or two or something like that. Um, but uh, we will let you know. Good so, luck. Yeah, so in yes, good luck Yay. to all of you. <laughs> so heard cool. It's really important somehow. I don't know something about it. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys. So until next time. My name is Danny. I'm Heather. My name is Michelle, and thanks for watching. May the force be with you.